Looks like you guys have healed. That's nice. We have. That's good. We were cuddling. We've had some some good quality one on one time together lately. That's nice. So happy for you. Yeah. Happy for Jeremy too. Yeah, I am yeah. really happy for Jeremy. I think that you know he's just the best, and he deserves the world, and he deserves to be put first. Oh, yeah. Shelley. Oh. Oh, he wants to give you a hug. Oh. Oh. Jeremy. So considerate. Oh, and on his lovely little bird. I'll pass it back over to you, though, because, you know, you've done all that work healing together. Yeah, but I mean, you know, he is our bird. Do we have some mail to open today? I think so. Yeah, we've got a couple. I sure would hope so on mail with Jeremy. Otherwise... Well, It'd be just dicking around yeah. with Jeremy, which would be fun. Which would be fun, but it wouldn't be a male with Jeremy. No. Right. Because male with Jer- for, for it to be male with Jeremy, we need to have some male with, with Jeremy. Jeremy. Wait, wait. What What time is it? It's time for <laughs> male with Jeremy. It's time for male with Jeremy. Male with Jeremy. It's time for male with Jeremy. I almost completely forgot. Thank you, Assistern Bree. You're welcome. Wow. That's why she's the greatest Assistern in the world. That's why she gets paid Aww. the big bucks. The most famous yeah, Assistern on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. In our opinion, of course. Right. Yeah. In our opinion. Of Hashtag yeah. Bob and Brad. Oh, my God. If oh you my don't God, know Bob, Bob and Brad, Brad, get your ass to YouTube immediately. Look up Bob and Brad. It's going to change your life. It's going to change your back. Any bones you have is going to change them. Yeah. It will change the chemistry of who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Your chemical makeup. They're the most famous physical therapists on the internet. Bob and Brad. <laughs> that is not. The- <laughs> That's not it. What is it? Bob and Brad. Famous. Famous. Physical therapists on the internet. That's what it is. Wow, we really just butchered your song, you guys. But sorry, Bob and Brad. That's what we do, though. We butcher songs. Yeah, (laughs) they're the comedy duo we didn't know we needed in our lives. Yeah, yeah. I like. I thought we were pretty solid as a comedy duo, you and I, and they truly have humbled. Yeah, me. It's kind of fun because we're like, which one are you? You know, are you a Bobber or are you a Brad? Like, I want to be a Brad, Mm. but it's very clear to me that I am a Bob. I. So full disclosure, I am a Brad. Yeah, you are. And I am pretty content with being Brad, but there's sometimes where I'm like, damn, man, I wish I was a Bob. Like so, I, sometimes I wish I saw the things the way Bob sees them. Mm-hmm. Just think of things the way he thinks of them. You know, he just, the grass is greener, you know? I guess so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are you, Brie? Are you a Bob or are you Brad? You know, I don't know. I was going to say, I feel like she's kind of a Sam. Oh my God, she's a Sam. Who's Sam? The skeleton in the corner. <laughs> I'm a skeleton in the corner. Mo- mo- Sam is more than just I'm a skeleton, a skeleton in, the in the corner. Sam corner. Is, is key to helping people. How are we supposed to know 
how to like how not to sit how to sit how to like what stretches to do if not for sam if not for them showing us on Sam. Yeah, how the spine is supposed to be. I feel like you guys are trying to make me feel better when in reality, Sam is a skeleton standing in the back no, no, of no, their no. room. No, because in the corner. We are all Sorry, Sam. he's standing in the corner of their room. Sam is us and we are Sam. We could, you know, go on and on about how we're Bob or how we're Brad. But yeah. it, at the in the end of the day, we are all Sam. And Bob mm-hmm. and Brad are trying to help us through Sam. That's a good point. We're really all Sam. Yeah. I feel like you're just saying that to make me feel better. No, I believe it. I'm saying it to make you feel better, but I also agree with Shelly. Like, we are all Sam. That being said, I am still Brad. And Bonnie is still Bob. Definitely still Bob. Right, right. I just, you know, Bob just sometimes, like, stands in the frame when it really would be better if he was out of the frame. Mm. Um, And I do feel like I do that. I just stand in the frame when it would be really better if I was not in the frame. And I Mm. think Brad will do anything for approval. Brad needs to be the center of attention. Brad needs it. Right. Right. Um, And I am Brad. Okay. And you're in the corner. So, <laughs> everyone check out Bob and Brad, the most famous physical therapists on the internet. You, your lives will be better won't for be it. And your, your bones will be better for it. Yeah. They've helped me. Do we have some mail today? <laughs> oh, yeah. Mail oh, Jeremy. is that what we're doing? Mail Jeremy, we can't Are we dick done? around. Are we done dicking? We can't. Done dicking. Can't anymore. All right. Fast paced, lightning speed mail with Jeremy. So speedy. So fast. First piece It's starting of ma- right now. First and then we're gonna we're just gonna get right through it. First and it's gonna be so quick. Mail. Oh my god, the nasal quality. <laughs> All right. This first piece of mail, it's from our story. Because we posted asking questions. And we got a response. Great. But somebody I, sent it in through someone Instagram. Someone sent it in. Brielle asks. If you could have any fictional character on the podcast, who would you pick? Interesting. So it can't be Bob or Brad because they They're are real non-fictional. people. Damn it. Because honestly, I would love to have them on for a double date. Yeah. That would be that'd awesome. That would be really nice. Fictional character. I mean, honestly, lots of different fictional characters. I think they're, they'd make really interesting guests and interesting third wheels and or double dates. Yeah. It's just, how do you narrow it down to, like, the one? Who is that brother-sister duo on Game of Thrones that were fucking each other? Cersei and... Jamie. Jamie? Yeah. I would love to have a double date with them. (laughs) Ah! (laughs) Why? Because that's a relationship we haven't explored yet. (laughs) (laughs) You're you are right. You want to explore that? Well, it would be different a different perspective. They have okay. to be hi- they have to have their relationship in secret. Right. They have kids together. What's that like? We've never had well co-parenting with your sibling. Yeah. Never had that on our Ooh. show. Here's my problem is that when we interview people or when we have have dates with them, we are coming from like a really open place of just like accepting everyone as they are and asking without judgment, but genuinely to learn. I don't think I could do that in this situation. Mm -hmm. I feel like I wouldn't be a very good 
interviewer. I wouldn't be a very good person to be on a date with them because it would be coming from a place of judgment. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily know if it's just the incest or the having children through incest, but also they're, they're pretty bad people they who do have a like lot killed of, a lot of yeah. people. They're terrible a lot people. Of other bad things. Cersei is my favorite character on Game of Thrones, though. Mm. Wow. Um, Hot take. For that reason. She's just like the worst, the living worst. She's the yeah. living worst, but she has her own moral code. That's, that's very true. strong. That is she interesting, does. yeah. It, it's does. family. It's her kids. Yeah. She will do anything for those motherfuckers. She will. And they might, they could eventually be motherfuckers. They could. They could. Well, there's something weird with Joffrey. I feel like if Joffrey had, you know, lasted a little longer. Yeah, that mm-hmm. definitely could have been a Might thing. have been a little yeah. motherfuckery yeah. going on. <laughs> that's my pick. I don't know. It's clearly okay. not your pick, but no. that's my well, pick. Well, yeah, we can have different picks because otherwise we don't have like one, you know, one interview on, on the books. Right. Yeah. We have lots of guests on our show. Yeah. So many. So many. Yeah. Amazing. Actually, I don't know why I said it like that. Amazing guests. We have, <laughs> have been genuinely amazing. Yeah, we really enjoy having yeah. a guest. Really, really good, actually. <laughs> Do you have one? Because I have one. Go ahead with yours, because I'm still thinking. Okay. Tedrick Lasso. Oh! Tedrickle Lasso? Tedrickle Lasso. Uh, I feel like we could learn a lot. The insight that he would give us yeah. on all of the, like, relationships that he's had, that mm. he currently has... His individual relationships with all of his teammates, team members, crisp. Yeah, it's really <laughs> crisp. It'd be really good to like ask him about how he so well individualizes like his different friendships. Yeah. And has different, you know, activities with different friends and makes sure that they are, they all feel like they are a priority in his life. Yeah. And it's not about like doing things with them that make him happy. It's doing things with them that make them happy. Yeah. Like he's more concerned with them being happy and them being satisfied than he, and like maybe that could be a problem, but I don't see it being a problem for him. Well, I see, I was actually going to ask like, how does he make time for himself? How does he prioritize his relationship with himself? Right. And is he able to? Cause I think, you know, through watching Ted Lasso, I, I don't think that he can. I think he chooses not to. I think he doesn't like to be by himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he likes to distract himself with his friends because he doesn't want to be reminded of his inner life at that moment. Yeah. This is just funny because I know him to be an Enneagram too. So it feels like y'all are reading me right now. Ha <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. ha. I agree. He would be an amazing guest. Yeah. yeah. I'd love to interview yeah. Ted Lasso. Now Led Tasso. Maybe not so much. No. Maybe not. Not my pick. No. Let is. I don't know that I would want that energy in the studio, considering we live here. Yeah, we have to. Whatever guests we'd have to exist through, in that energy. Yeah, they leave, yeah. but their energy is still in the space. Yeah, mm-hmm. and lead would just sort of bring it to a degree that I I think none of us are really comfortable with. Yeah, I, yeah. He'd I be like the lead based paint that you don't want to be around. A fictional character. Fictional character that exists in this world. I mean, I can think of several. I'm just trying to find the best one. Mm. Well, don't put that kind of pressure on yourself. Oh, it's too late. Okay. It's happened. Okay. We're here. I'm sorry. We are here now. Talk me through your, your thought process. 
What are some options on the table? Yeah, stream of consciousness right now. Well, I I would, but I think I actually have settled on one. Oh <gasps> my god! Okay. Whoa, like magic. Charles Boyle from Brooklyn Nine. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! I would love to know Charles! what goes on inside his head. I have so many questions. Ugh. Uh, he's another one that seems to be putting his relationships before himself. Very true. But in a very different, way less healthy way. Uh, so I just need to know what, what, what goes on with that little guy's yeah. brain. Yeah. What does he think about at any given moment? Yeah. That's what I want to yeah. know. Yeah. I, I, I want to just let him lead the conversation. I think a lot of it would be about Jake. Oh, 100%. A lot of the conversation would be about Jake. And then Nicolaj, we would have a hard time. He, he would make sure that we're saying Nicolaj, right? Right. For like a solid 20, I'd think. So Nicolaj is actually further from where I am oh. in the series. So I don't know who that is. Okay. Then I shan't say anything. Okay. Uh, and then probably talk about food. Yeah. Uh, and how, you know, the, the most sensual thing you can do with your partner is wash their hair. I don't... <laughs> I don't like that. Remember when you offered to wash Bonnie's hair? I did. You I did. She denied it. Ugh. She so didn't sensual. want to be sensual with you. <laughs> it's not that. It's that it felt like I couldn't do it myself and that made me mad. So I wanted to do it myself because I can take care of myself. You can. We weren't saying that you I can't. Know. I know you weren't saying that, but I wanted to be able to take care of myself. Yeah. Just trying to make your life a little easier. Yeah. And you did. A little you, you took care of yourself. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I did. But I would have, if I wasn't able to wash my own hair, I would have taken you up on that. Okay. Well, if, if you ever get nerve damage again, <laughs> offer still stands. Offer's on the table. I'll wash your hair. Great. Well, that's a great selection. Yeah. Yeah. I think that we have some really good people that we're definitely going to interview. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I'm really excited for mine. <laughs> so thank you, Brielle. Very interesting. Yeah, thanks, Brielle. Thank you for the question. All right. Second piece of mail. <laughs> this is also a DM from Instagram from PCPA Paints. They say, hi, Shelly and Bonnie. Hi. Hi. I just finished your Sofa's Choice episode. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> and while you were discussing dreams, you referenced I Dream a Dream from Les Mis. I have had many discussions about the line, but the tigers come at night and uh. what it means. What do you think it means? <laughs> oh. I think it's like Fantine's stomach. Fantine? Fantine? Fantine. Fantine. I've never seen Les Mis. I'm sorry. She's, you said that the other day. Yeah. It surprised me. Yeah. We were doing the musical mm -hmm. theater thing. I think it's like Fantine's stomach is growling because she's hungry. But the tigers come at night. Oh, interesting. Honestly, I don't know what I thought before then, but now I think that. <laughs> That's good. Okay, what's the full what's the full bridge? But the tigers come at night. With their with voices their soft as thunder. As they tear your, your hope apart, apart. As they, they turn, turn your, your dreams, dreams to shame. shame. Jeez, that's the line? It's yeah, a very it's a, sad musical. It's about the miserables. <laughs> well, I know. I know it's sad, but like I didn't know it was that sad. It's a, it's a, no, it's, it's Everybody's even worse hungry than you can imagine. In this musical. Oh, man. Everybody's hungry and poor. Oh. And maybe a prostitute. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Fun. All right. What do you guys think that line means? I honestly, before they said that, like I could totally see their interpretation. I independently assumed that they were talking about nightmares mm. and like self-inflicted uh, 
negative self-talk. Yeah, I, I think that's, I really have not given it thought before this moment, but that sounds right. Uh, there, P- P- PCP, P- PCPA paints, PCPA paints and yours sounds like it could be right. I thought quite literally because she's a uh, prostitute, spoiler alert, <laughs> that it was her clientele. Ah, the Johns. Yeah. Oh, the Tigers. The tigers come at night with their voices soft as thunder. Ooh. As they tear your hope apart, as they turn your dreams to shame. Ooh. Ooh, that hits different when you think about it that way. Yeah. Ooh. I don't know. I don't know. I think I might be hopping on your bandwagon on that one. I mean, I just think that musicals are quite literal sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes, yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's still metaphorical. They're not tigers. That's true. Right. Boom. Yeah. Are there tigers in the play? Not to my recollection. I, no metaphorical tigers. tigers. Metaphorical tigers. Yeah, I think it could be an interesting interpretation if they brought actual tigers on stage, but no. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Les Mis with tigers. <laughs> <laughs> interesting. I, uh, I love that insight. I, I vote for yours. Oh, yeah. thank yeah. you. I've never Even seen it, but that sounds good. All of them seem like they could yeah, be. Yeah, they're all plausible. I still vote for yours. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm just picturing Anne Hathaway singing it now. I don't love the movie musical version, but I did love Anne Hathaway's performance in it. Yeah, she really, she really crushed. Yeah, she did great. Samantha Barks did great. Eddie Redmayne did sound like Kermit the Frog. Oh no! What's his face that played Russell Jobert? <laughs> and I'm Jobert. Do not forget my name. Do not forget me. Is that really what he sounds like? Two, four, six, whole one. The thing is, yeah. I feel like <laughs> Russell Crowe and Hugh Jackman really acted the shit out of their parts. Mm-hmm. But I think their ranges, their vocal ranges are really switched. They should have been singing the other parts. Yeah. I mean, I didn't have too many qualms with uh, Hugh, Hugh Jackman. I just want to call him Hugh Jackman. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. I didn't have too many qual- qualms with Hugh Jackman. Nice. Um, in his performance. I think that it was good. He's on the run from the law in the, in the movie. Oh yeah. He okay. stole some bread. Oh shit. He stole a loaf of bread oh my God. to feed his family and was sentenced to like 20 years. For stealing a loaf of bread? It was the olden days. Javert got really bent out of shape from it. I like. I, f- I have to believe that there were worse criminals yeah. in these prisons, but Javert really honed in wow. on Jean Valjean. He really took it personally. I feel like he has a very strong moral code. Like things have to be what they are. Like punishments have to be doled out this way and accordingly. And and then the fact that Jean Valjean was like. I shouldn't be locked up for this. I'm like literally hungry. I think he was like, bitch, but you stole something. Mm -hmm. So you need to get back in line. Uh Yeah. Because then I don't want to, I want to talk about this, but I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. I, this musical is so old. It is so old. old. I know, but you've literally said you haven't seen seen it. it. You should watch it. I know. Challenger for you. Watch Les Mis. (gasps) Meryl with Jeremy Challenger. Meryl Meryl with with Jeremy. Meryl Streep with Jeremy Challenger. You know who is in that movie? Oh, God, I'm forgetting her oh, name no. now. Amanda? Amanda Seyfried. Wow. From Sophie's, from Sophie's Choice. Choice. <laughs> hey, great. 
That was the second piece of mail. That was the second piece of mail. Do we have time for a third? Yeah, we have time for one more, but it's gotta be quick. Okay, great. Uh, hang on, Jeremy's telling me something. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's fine. No, it's fine. It's feeling really secretive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got, yeah. They have their own relationship. That's true. So Jeremy feels that it's only fair that Shelly reads this last piece of mail. Oh, is it only fair? I think so. Okay. I mean, that's what he said. Well, I mean, and I don't want to argue with, with him because we're still on the nice. Well, the last time I read yeah. the last piece of mail. Right, yeah. Last piece, last piece of mail. I can read the last piece of mail. Okay. Thanks for giving me a week off, Jeremy. Preach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. He just waved his shonk at me. <laughs> last piece of mail. Uh, is from Jeremy. No what? fucking yeah. way. Jeremy. It is from Jeremy. I like, oh. every time it's the last piece of mail and I'm still surprised it's by it. It's so good. Every, every time. single time. Yeah. Lovely little bird, this man. He, yeah. That man is a bird. <laughs> and he's lovely and little. <laughs> he's not a spider. No, he's not. Oh my God, he's we a didn't. a bird. Uh, quick, not a spider segment. Jeremy is Jeremy and not a spider. Not a spider. But there are a couple of layers to it. So Jeremy is also a bird and not a spider. Jeremy is also our producer and not Not a a spider. spider. And Jeremy is our friend. Not a spider. spider. Yeah. A quick little not a spider segment. Thanks, Shelly. You're welcome. Um, (laughs) Mail. Last piece of mail. Typey, 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 type. God. Are you typing the last piece of mail? No, I'm just trying to find it. Oh, okay. Oh, you're typing the to find oh, it. Oh, they didn't the hand it bar. to you right up there already? Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's fine. I'm so sorry. That's absolutely that's, fine. No, that's that's on me. Uh-huh. This last piece of mail comes from Jeremy. All right. Jeremy asks. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you, got, you already knew it was from Jeremy, but then you had to find it? Yeah. <laughs> I knew, it was, I knew it was from Jeremy. You said it surprised you every it time. It surprised me. <laughs> and then you looked for it again. Yep, yeah. And you were surprised again uh-huh. when you saw that it was from Jeremy. Yep. Great. Glad we're all okay. Up okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Any more questions? Nope. Nope. We're all on the same train. I'm <laughs> ready here. to hear it. Yep. Wait. Oh my God. This last one comes from Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> no fucking way. Is that insane? Shut the fuck it's up. It's right bro. here. No way, man. It is absolutely oh my right God. here. I'm looking at it right me. now. I'm looking at it with my eyes, and it's from Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> 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 Jeremy says hey guys um, you're doing really great I love the continuity <laughs> <laughs> thanks man thanks Jeremy thank you Jeremy and since you're doing so great and since last week I broke free from asking only questions about birds what do you think your greatest strength as a podcaster is Whoa. Oh. Jeremy. Jeremy's like. Such an insightful question. Fuck these bird questions. Yeah. <laughs> I think that he, he maybe felt pigeonholed. 
<laughs> asking bird related questions. <laughs> Get out. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> Jeremy. Did we you? never want to pigeonhole a seagull. No. Uh, no, how no. offensive. <laughs> we have a pigeon. Yeah, we'll pigeonhole pigeon. Yeah. Friend. Pit- Horus. Horus. The named pigeon friend. <laughs> What's our greatest strengths as podcasters? Yeah. Yes. Individually, it seems like. Mm, I, I really want to say my flawless improv skills flawless really flawless yeah i can just come up with something on the um uh the you're um, so close on the spot there it is i'm really good at that yeah you are yeah 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 <laughs> and everything you come up with makes perfect logical it sense. makes perfect logical mm. sense and uh, is great and doesn't need to be cut around <laughs> absolutely not Mm-mm. and we won't <laughs> good you shouldn't nope that would be terrible that's right I think my greatest strength as a podcaster right now is yes-anding you, Mm. Shelly. I'm getting better at interviewing. I think we're really like getting in the groove of it. Yeah. But I wouldn't say that's my strongest skill yet. I'm working on it. But I think... I think we have an ability to say this is a premise that we're doing and we are going to do it. And I feel like I yes and you pretty well. I agree. I agree that you do that. Flawless improv. <laughs> so good. Absolutely flawless. Bree, my strength as a podcaster. Now that you're on the mic, you are a podcaster. I know. I'm not, I don't think of myself as a podcaster though. I think that I'm getting better at actually listening and hearing and like waiting until someone's done before I say something else. Because usually like in any other conversation that I ever have, I chime in really quickly, even when I don't need to, or I don't have anything to say. But now I'm learning that like, I don't need to do that and to like, let it happen and wait until it is my turn to speak. That is a skill. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Not an easy one to hone. No. So those are our strengths. I feel like you need a new strength. (laughs) Because you have them. Yeah. You're saying improv isn't one of my strengths? No, I'm just saying I want you to improv another one. (laughs) Since you're so good at it. I think that I'm really good at trying to dig a little bit deeper in in a different way. Because I, ha- I have really um, interesting thoughts running through my brain at any given moment. And so I'll ask them in the form of a question that maybe isn't like something that you guys have thought of before. And then we get in really interesting conversations. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's something that I'm good at as a podcaster is with, we just, we get, we, you, when you, you can say that sentence and like end it with your chest, you yeah. know, you can just like mm-hmm. say it and stand behind it. No, see, that's not like not one of my strengths mm-hmm. <laughs> as a podcaster mm-hmm. uh-huh. is saying something that I'm good at unironically without right. um, making it into a little bit of a bit. Uh-huh. Yeah. A little bit of a Which is joke. what's happening right now. Yeah, exactly what no, you're doing. I'm going to yes happening. and you in this moment by telling you to do it better. <laughs> 
Ouch. I'm good at taking the conversation into interesting places because I have a different way of thinking sometimes. Period. Nice. Period. <laughs> I agree. You do, even outside of the podcast, you do ask really interesting questions. So that is a strength. Retweet. Retweet. Is that what you, you no, didn't say that? But I love <gasps> it. Oh, retweet. Retweet. <laughs> All right, Jeremy, thanks for such a great question. That was lovely. Yeah, that was awesome. Thank you. Really quick, Jeremy, what's your greatest strength as a mm. podcaster? Mm. Right. Listening. It is. Yeah. It is listening. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Wow. wow. On the nose, Jeremy. You know, sometimes we, with our bits, we need somebody to play to. And oftentimes if Brie is at school or work and you and I are on a date, like we don't have anybody in here to play to except mm -hmm. Jeremy. He mm -hmm. really provides that for us. Yeah. He creates the space for us to be playful. Mm -hmm. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Jay. Wow. What an interesting episode this was. Yes, it was. <laughs> All sorts of ups and downs on this one. <laughs> roller coaster, but it's not a roller coaster. Not a roller coaster. Not a roller coaster. Not a spider. Because that was Mail with Jeremy. That was Mail with Jeremy. Mail with Jeremy. That was Mail with Jeremy. Bye. Bye. We're not dating at Thanks for listening to Everybody Ships Us. This podcast is executive produced by Schmangy Incorporated and is hosted, produced, and edited by Shelley Norfleet and Bonnie Dolan, with help from our production assistant, Brianna Chapelier. Our theme song was written by Bonnie Dolan and arranged by Andrew Carter, who also does our mixing and mastering. Our cover art was shot by Cynthia Price and designed by Shelley Norfleet. To get into contact with us, find us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Everybody Ships Us, and on Twitter at Ships Us Pod. Or you can email us at everybodyshipsus at gmail.com. If you like this podcast, make sure to follow or subscribe on your preferred podcast listening app.